0: Hey there, welcome to The Recovery Playbook, brought to you by the Menninger Clinic, a national leader in mental health and addictions treatment. We're your hosts, Dr. Daryl Shorter.
1: And I'm Ryan Leaf. Our goal is to elevate conversation about substance use and addictions for anyone who may be impacted, including family members. Our episodes will share real
0: issues and the latest treatments and matters of interest to the recovery community. What's today's
1: Playbook topic, Ryan? Today's topic is what's good and what's bad about recovery. Or is there really a bad? Yeah. So
0: I was—we uh, were talking before about this idea that there might be something "quote unquote" negative about going into re- into recovery. Yeah. I'd read this in a book when I was still in training, and um, how important it is to when you're working with someone, a patient, a family, to 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 talk about to at least. Acknowledge that for some people, the idea of entering recovery can be scary or undesirable. So I asked this patient once, I said like, hey, what, what do you think are sort of the downsides about going into recovery? And The patient says to me, you know, doc, you're the first person that ever asked me that. And what I didn't tell him was that he was the first person I'd ever asked that question yeah. to. Uh, but what it allowed was an opportunity for us to really explore uh, his deepest fears and biggest concerns about entering recovery.
1: Well, I think the biggest fear always is that somebody knows. Mm. And that's the stigma again, right? The, the fear of someone knowing you have a problem is worse than getting the help that you need or getting into recovery. Also, you fear uh, the social aspect of things a lot of the time. Now, my drug use was not social. Like, I was a, I was Gollum, right? My drug of choice was my precious, And no one else got to see it or have it. That's a lot. A lot of times, that's what opioid addicts do. Some are able to go get high and go play basketball and do things. It's crazy to me. Um, But it was my little precious. So the fear of of not being included, Mm -hmm. you know, because in our culture, in our world we live in, it revolves directly around alcohol, bars, clubs. It's how you meet people. Right. The idea that you'll never meet a partner possibly because you were not in the places in which those frequent. When you set up blind dates and things like that, where are they usually set up at? Mm-hmm. Restaurants or bars and grills and things like that. So, um, it, it's an institution. Therefore, you believe that will be a negative for you. Like um, for me, I took pills all the time when I would go see movies. Mm. It was uh, I was alone in the dark. Um, I'd go see, I remember, I think I went and saw the dark Knight like 15 times in the Case theater Orion. and, uh, wow. and, uh, you know, popped those pills. And, and, and so one of my biggest fears was like, I love movies. I love them. Um, I'm not going to be able to go see them Yeah. anymore because I've always been high. I had to think back, like you weren't high when you were in high school and college and, And so I went to my first one with a group when I was in treatment, and it would be the first time I'd seen a film sober in some time. And I learned pretty quickly, like, I can still enjoy it. And so these are experimental things that have to come with it. But that is a great thing that you will be able to utilize now with patients to simply say, hey, what do you think the negative parts or the Uh, of being in recovery are ultimately going to be. Yeah, because
0: it's interesting. If you don't bring it into the room or into the conversation, those fears are still lingering and you don't get an opportunity to talk through, well, well, this is how we might manage something like this. Mm -hmm. This is how we we might help you get through something like this.
1: And for me, it it, it tends to be very superficial. I think that's the best way to put it in Mm -hmm. terms of a negative experience of recovery. What you're going to experience, and I'm sorry to say that this is the case because of stigma, The day after I got out of prison, I was so fearful of what was going to happen, where I was going to go. Did I have any hope? I wake up the morning after at my parents' house as a 36-year-old with no money and no hope, nothing in my eyes, in my mind, I thought. And sure enough, I sit down at the breakfast table where your mother's making you breakfast. I was a millionaire at 21. I had multiple homes. I was successful. I was an NFL player. Now I'm sitting at mom and dad's um, breakfast table while she's cooking me. Breakfast it doesn't do a lot for your ego, um, and then I open the paper, my hometown newspaper, and there's a cartoon that said Ryan Leafs out, lock up your medicine cabinets, mm-hmm. and so immediately my mindset goes to okay, this is this is my future, this is my future in recovery. Uh, I'm going to be ostracized. I'm going to be made fun of. I'm going to be uh, you know portrayed as this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, as a caricature.
0: How did you get through that moment?
1: I uh, it's still, it's, I mean, I can tell it still haunts me because I still think about it, right? Uh, I, I dealt with it through my recovery with my sponsor and the resentment piece of things. Okay. You know, I've forgiven them. Also, my mom, who's, you know, incredibly uh, a badass, she she went down there. I'm 36 years old. She goes down to the editor, makes them, and I don't know, reads them the right act, Next couple days, there's a retraction and an apology written in the paper. Okay. My mother will, as she's told us plenty of times, she will die for her kids. Yeah. Um, um, she also probably doesn't fully understand that she probably is a big reason why we're fucked up a little bit too. So, it, it, because, but still, she's willing there to, to, kind. to you know <laughs> to care for us and and and, uh, and do anything for us. So that helped. I knew had somebody had my back. Yeah. But then I started making it about other people. Mm. and when you start making it about other people your life gets better and that's the strangest thing in all of this as a narcissist I only thought the way my life could get better is if it was about me mm. and so that was a shift that was a change that's how I addressed it and then there in doing that comes an acceptance Yeah, like I'm the guy I see in the mirror who people want to make fun of or belittle um, I like that guy mm. I like who he's become and um, you know, what you're ultimately saying, I believe, is probably a, a projection on, on your feelings. and um, Mainly, I think it's because of, of the disease that I have and the, how they feel I've screwed up mm. that I've now found this piece and th- they don't like that.
0: So what's so cool about your story is that one of the greatest positives of recovery that happened for you was this greater acceptance of yourself and then this ability to be of service to other people. Mm-hmm.
1: So are you... If you're putting a list of like positives versus negatives, you know, the superficiality of what I said to you around the negative part is all about perception and stigma and judgment. Mm-hmm. Where the positives, I mean, we spend our time in between these shows talking about. I got a I got a little girl coming in here in about six weeks. Yeah. You know, um, I have a son. We have an unbelievable family and home, yeah. and um, and the work I get to do. I mean, yeah. if if you if I can't be the perfect example of what positives in recovery can look like mm. uh, i don't know where there is and if i can do this anybody can right i'm not smarter than anybody i'm not more personable i don't communicate better I've, these are learned these are accepted um and a ton of people come up to me and tell me how um, inspirational it is because it must have been so much harder to do this in the public eye and I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I think mm. I think what it was it was easier because because I was in the public eye. There was consequences mm. immediately. There are so many individuals like me out there that are doing this in the shadows, yeah. and they're gone.
0: I think one of the reasons, and because people will sort of ask me, well, why do you work in the addictions field? Like, what's that about? And I say, well, it's really because of people like you who have taught me so much about like how we can pivot and make changes, and like not just small changes, but really radical changes in our lives as a result of confronting uh, some, some really hard truths about ourselves, but also by working with other people and recognizing that really none of us do this alone. This thing called life, none of
1: us do this alone. And that's a huge uh, lesson you learn. Um, for the longest time, I think I, I felt like the success I had, the, the fact that I got to the NFL and I became so successful early, uh, was something I kind of did on my own, mm. and uh, and then after the fact and all of this, when I got sober and I've got this life, it's very important for people to understand, um, you know, when they talk about what kind of lives we're saving or I'm saving, I'm like, I'm here because of a lot of people, yeah. right? I've been picked up over the last 10 years and carried through this process, yeah and um, I walk into a room now, and I don't think I'm the smartest one. I want to be educated. I want to learn. I want as much life experience as I can get um, because of my recovery. And so if you believe this is propaganda around uh, positive recovery, uh, it's not. It's, it's simply just the truth. What the propaganda usually is is around the negative That's aspects right. of what recovery uh, becomes because it doesn't. Uh, in fact, the, the friends you do lose in recovery— are the ones you, you, you don't need anyway. Mm. They're usually the enablers or ones that are going to try to bring you down. The ones who will unconditionally care about you are the ones that want you to see you safe, uh, living a peaceful and chaotic life. And that's, um, there isn't a thing that I can, can uh, talk about uh, where there's a negative in recovery.
0: And the funny thing is, if we think about it, we're all in recovery from something. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.
1: All right, is that good for today?